Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Nappy Hour. I'm your host, Skinny DeVille, with my good friends and co-hosts, 808 Blake and Nappy Scales, aka Fish Scales of Nappy Roots. Yo, what up? Also got Boogie and Toe. I am here this time. Boogie and Toe. Yeah. What's cracking? We got Eb in the room. She don't want to get on it today, but Have y'all recovered? she'll end up getting on it. Have y'all recovered from South by Southwest? No, I'm still going. Still going. Still going. Yeah, we just got back from uh, South by Southwest 2018. It was a good time, good shows. It was great. Let me ask. Um, it was great. It was productive, man. We've been like the last eight years. Where do you rank this 2018 South by Southwest? If we've been here the last eight, so from a scale of one to eight, Nah, one to ten. Like, where, yeah, I guess so. One to eight. <laughs> yeah. Let's do one to eight. Let's be cut though. Don't, well, don't give the extra two. Been here eight years. Been there eight years. Well, they scale it on theirs, but um, I would give it a, probably a seven. Seven. Okay, five. So it's like your almost your worst time. No, almost the best time. Ten to seven. See, now it's getting confusing. <laughs> on a scale, of the eight, eight being the highest. Eight being the highest. Best eight being the highest. Let's get one this, being the lowest. So this is number two. Okay, it's ranked number two. No. Yeah, as if number one being the best. Yes, which it usually is. In <laughs> Not most on rankings. a scale. Oh. On a scale, zero oh. being the lowest, one, two being the second lowest, <laughs> then fourth, fifth, sixth being almost well, there, eighth. I'm gonna take it. You had a good time. I had a great time. I had a great time. Fuck what everybody's counting on the scales. I had a great time. What about you, boy? Uh, I give it about a, a, a good six, six, seven. It was good times. Uh, it was fun. Uh, the shows were great. Um, yeah, nah. I was. Uh, this was the most the most uh, comfortable I ever had at South by Southwest. So save that shit. <laughs> yeah, man. You you. Yeah, I don't talk about. Yeah, well, I had to be boozy this year. I feel like year. it was yeah. one of my best, if not the best, because of the networking we got done. Last year was great networking. To me, it's not even about the shows, it's about the type of people who see the shows, like promoters, who we can do all the business with. Um, right. People who just say, damn, Nappy Roots. Yeah. We need, we need to bring them to our city. And that's what this South by Southwest was all about. Yeah. I feel like that. Nah, we had some, um, we made some, we made some new connects. Um, what's his name? Uh, what's, what's the redhead dude from, uh, was it Handlebar? Willie. Willie at Handlebar. Willie, yeah. Willie yeah, shout, shout out to Willie at Handlebar down in Austin, Texas, we man. kicked it hard. <laughs> I got to share this, man. I seen a performance by, I don't even know the artist's name, but they sing the song, Millie Rock, I Millie Rock on Any Block, whatever. Anybody know his name? No one. We, just See, know, we, hip-hop, we only man. know the record. And they killed that shit. Like, he had a crew with him. It was like 30 minutes of straight um, party hip-hop, man. I, see, lo- I loved it. You see, I, I had like... This is my take on, on hip hop down in the South by I was a little disappointed as a whole in the whole culture because niggas is just rapping the fucking tracks now. It's not even rap they're not even rapping, honestly. They literally right. are just letting the track play and they got thirty people on the stage and they're just listening to it just like everybody else is. So Right. That shit's a little disappointing to me, man. It's like Well, they didn't learn nothing though. I mean, like no one taught them to how to do it the right way. Right. No one taught them the art form of it. Like with hip hop, there's an art form to it that you have to have or you're not gonna be successful. Right. But I feel you're, like it's become like emulating. A, a full on epidemic where Yeah, it is. You getting these kids that like and their songs are hot and like you wanna see how that translates live. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm gonna pay right. some money, if I'm gonna go to your show. Why do you like, think they do that? Because it it, it, they, there, there's a there's a lack of uh, confidence, I guess, in how they can, 
you know what I'm saying? There's, you know, a lot of these songs are made for clubs. So yeah. it's like, you're like, well, if, if, I, if, I'm, if I don't have the track behind me, I'm not going to get the same feel that I would, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's playing the club. Yeah, you're right. You're not playing the club. You're playing on the stage in front of people are asking to be, be entertained. And I don't know. I just feel like we really got to... We gotta figure that out because it's, it's it to me it's killing it's killing the culture, man. It's, it really is. I'm glad you said that. Um, speaking of culture, you know, um, I would like to bring in. I guess I, we didn't probably even speak on that. We have a special guest this Perfect week. Perfect time. Oh, okay, dope. Nice segue. All right. Speaking of that, we have a special guest this week and um, good friend of ours, YZ. What's good? Um, yeah. Those who know YZ, um, Y and a Z, you know, he comes from. Uh, Hip hop, you know, you know, royalty, you know what I'm saying? He was part of the I would I would call the golden, golden era. era. Yeah. The golden era of hip hop. You know, you can go back right now, everybody's just like, who's why is he? Google him, check him out, look at his back, you know, his history. And um I would like to bring YZ into this actual part of the culture because I think the same thing you do, Blake, about, you know, um, back then, there was no track you could rap over. Right. You know what I'm saying? In my era, <laughs> I come from the 2000 era. Like, when 2000 turned over and it was Y2K, I'm, beginning of Y2K is when our Napa Roo shit started. Right, right. Like, we didn't have a choice. We had to rap, like, our life depended on it down here in Atlanta. Right. Or you would have got kicked off the stage and never had to come back. For sure. So, I don't look at things like how this new generation, which is probably be my son's generation, but yes, YZ, like, I, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, thank you. I Add appreciate it. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, quick story. Yeah, Master Plan. That was the song I grew up on from YZ. Okay. Um, was a huge fan of the record. Um, for whatever, like the lyrics and the sample that you had in that record. Yes. It's one of my favorite. I, Dr. Dre sampled that, and every time I hear "Who's the Man with the Master Plan," I think of YZ. Thank yeah. you, YZ, man. Yeah, Thank you for what you give us. Yeah. Man, I appreciate y'all having me here today. No doubt. Um, I wanted to. I wasn't gonna just break into your conversation, <laughs> no, no. but there might be a solution already to what you're talking about okay. with this culture, the the loss of the culture and the music. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Daddyo from Stetsasonic. Uh, no, I'm not too It was a group hey, called... Blake is young. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, Daddy and I, we, we uh, started a company called Art Dev Clinic. Okay. And Art Dev Clinic is similar to Masterclass, but it's for artists. And uh, Art Dev Clinic is just artist development clinic. So you can go there and you can learn not only the, the business of, of music, but you can actually learn how to better perform, to better have right. presence. Right, right. And, That's uh, dope. No so one has done that. No, no one. And actually, I don't know why I'm talking about it now because I've been very hush-hush about it. But I think it's true. Um, a lot of t times when you hear about performances, right, right. You, you, you get these complaints. You have these people who love these records and then they get to these shows and they're very turned off right. by the artist. So... Um, Daddy-O came to me, he was like, look, I see you investing in a, a bunch of other stuff. I got this great idea. And when he told me, I was like thinking, hey, that, that is a good idea because yeah. I think it's native. It's missing. Right. Yeah. yeah um, I'm sitting here thinking, like, the way we're talking about the new generation of artists, how was, how was artists before you talking about the movement that you came up in? Like, what year was that, your biggest record? Actually, I, I, to be honest with you, I think my biggest record in, ended up being mid 90s but when i first came out um i put out some small singles i put out uh, a record called i am who i am and uh and then i ended up 
starting a little label called Diversity with this other guy. We signed Poor Righteous Teachers to their first deal, and I was just a kid, and they were, we were peers. Right. And Poor so I just started. Yeah. I started out very young, and uh, I didn't really listen to much hip hop before that. Mm-hmm. Like there were a couple of guys that I liked, like I liked Melly Mel and and you know Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Um, I like Sugar Hill Gang. I like the Treacherous Three. But there were other people that I didn't really get a chance to listen to that were very big, like Curtis Blow. Yeah. He was very big, but when I was younger, I wasn't really into him. There was uh, Funky 4 Plus 1 and all these other groups that were out, and I, I wasn't privy to that. So Why not? Like- um... My parents, man, my, okay. my, my mother mostly. My mother was just real strict on the book. She was just like, look, you got to do this. And then when rap came in, she really was like, no. <laughs> we had a conversation about that earlier today, yeah. how she was really so adamant about me not getting into hip-hop because she was like, well, everybody thought it was just going to be a fad. I said, well, Ma, I didn't. My mom said right. that, though. I didn't think that. My mom said that. She like, it's just a fad. <laughs> I was like, that's what I'm thinking, like, damn, what if it ended? And I was like, how could it? Every beat is different. Yeah. Every song is different. Every thought is different. There It'll you never go. end. And that was the strength of hip-hop. It'll never end. It's mm. always different. Like, each producer is different. You never have the same beat, even though sometimes it sounds like the same beat. Yeah. And sometimes the style sounds like the same style, but you never have exactly the exact back, same thing. Back then, thing. It, was very, um, it was almost taboo to sound like someone else. Yeah. And if you did... You might eat it. Yeah, I right. one was known for like throwing people off the stage for sounding like people <laughs> or doing saying the wrong things. Like literally, he would do that. And uh, I think that that's the difference between then and now. I do not criticize the young brothers and sisters that are out here making music. I actually love what they're doing. I do think that there is a void, right, with with the development, artistry, but I, the I sound. Mean, I but think a lot of I think the issue is that a lot of these kids are learning how to record. But the act of like performing and doing it live, they like you know what I'm saying. Most of these kids I know they they grow up like shit. Let me get in the studio. They just want to be in the studio, so they're rat. They're studio rats, but they don't. It was one guy right here from I think he's from Atlanta who changed the game for, and we we don't give him enough credit. Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy came out with that that Zoom that whatever that record was. Yeah. Superman. Or Superman. Yeah. And the, the game, and think about it. You got a kid that wanted to rap, that wanted to rap, downloaded Fruity Loops for free, mm. made a beat on his own, produced a record on his own, yeah. rapped the record on his own, yeah. and created a hit. Right. Absolutely. And the, and the world has been different since. And but they don't give him, but they don't give him credit for it. Nah. They don't give him credit for it. He's oh. actually um, criticized for it. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's looked at in a negative Because he made way it look it. that easy. He took yeah. nothing like, I mean, the artists in the islands done it years ago, made music out of nothing, and he did that pretty he did much. It. He created a, and the lyrics are good. The whole song is a hook, pretty much. But, <laughs> yeah, most I mean, most songs today, that's how it is. It's about, yeah. Most yeah. songs today yeah. are just hooks. <laughs> just hooks. But you can't really? get, if you mad at Soldier Boy, if you mad at Soldier Boy and what he did, then you, at that point, you, you was too old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, I was. And, and it happens like that. Like, when your father don't like what you're listening to, if you don't like what's playing, then you're probably too old. Yeah. And you can stay young by just not being so mad and not so being so stuck yeah. in your ways. Right. Just, so. just, yeah. just don't be stuck in your ways. ways. And you can yeah. you can live. You see these old guys on, on the beach? Look, they chilling and dancing to anything. I'm tell you you to, gotta to, live like that. To man. any to any You gotta live older, like YZ. Look at him. 
to any older artist who's complaining, who's complaining about what these young brothers are doing, yeah. really take a good look at yourself because at the end of the day, that was you at some point. Right. That's why I, I catch asked, myself saying that's that sometimes. Why I asked, I'm like, damn. What I'm did old. the artist before you like? Um, because you came at a grimy time in hip hop. Man, they were telling us. This is never going to work. Radio wouldn't dare play yeah. hip-hop, and the only time you could hear it was on Friday and Saturday at maybe 10 to 12. Right. And that was it. If you didn't have it on a cassette, you weren't going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Real talk. That's yeah, real talk. I remember. I mean, we ran to the radio to, to push record yeah. like, all the time. It's funny you say that because <laughs> I was that kid, too. Yeah. I, yeah. I, would, I would be like, I would, have my, I would run in the house just in the nick of time to get that recorded <laughs> pressed down just so I could have the Mr. Magic Rap Attack show. Oh, or yeah. Marley Mall, you know, Marley for Ma. real. Yo, if I could tell even a story of, of how we met YZ, which is kind of crazy because, you know, even to see you, it's been a while, but um, the whole story of how we met YZ was knowing you from hip-hop. Like, YZ from... For real? Mm-hmm. He wants to come on a road with us? And, 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 I love that. I, and, I love and going on a road And manage it? Are you sure? And, and somehow <laughs> the answer was yes. And so we met him. Um, he, I, I feel like you came up with the at, at the airport or something. Yeah, with, that's right. With the vehicle. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. We showed up. We flew into the West Coast. And we had a Northwest tour. And we was going through, man, beautiful. That was the first time. Lake Tahoe. Right? Yeah, time. I think it was Lake the first Tahoe, time. Lake Tahoe, up the Northwest, like all the Northwest. Right. Like right. the whole Northwest tour that we do now, that and we, we do w- so well, it, it, we we barreled through the whole Northwest with him first. And it was snowy. It's so much history. It was stu- like, yo, ice and snow. And when he comes back, one time this is crazy. Like, how it comes back is so crazy. Like, yeah. we started with YZ and that memory. Now, <laughs> I can tell you, like, we started a whole Northwest tour that everybody knows we do with this guy. And that whole tour, how... Treacherous is what it is. Man, yes. but we, we don't do some of those parts no more because it was so dangerous. Man. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, I remember one road we rode down, um, and we talked so much. We had so many ideas in the van, and YZ would always talk and turn around and talk to everybody in the car and look at you out there while he's driving. <laughs> and everybody trying to listen to him, but it's like, please watch the road. Like, turn around, we hear you. <laughs> I have pictures on my laptop right now, pictures that we captured of that moment. That was wow. our first time going out there yeah. looking at that shit. And it's like, we've been out there since we met you, Every year almost. Wow. Yeah. And good. these guys right here, Blake and Boogie, they come they've been coming out. How long y'all been coming out with us? Five, six years. Yeah, for a while now. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. We've been doing this for a while, but I have to see you like yeah. speak on some of those things if you remember like. Actually, some of those I remember stories. all of it, actually. I mean, uh I speak remember. on it from like your standpoint of how you first met us on that road. Well, you. when we first met and we talked about going out on the road, I thought it was a great idea because you know, I, I saw that the vision was there and I think I think what was just missing from that whole thing was being able to introduce that new sect of the world again, re- to reintroduce them. And, you know, the shows are always there. The, right. the art form was always there. You know, you guys are always very professional in what you do. And um, it was just always warm. I noticed that every time we went somewhere, it was always open arms, all right. the time. And um, I'm glad to see that y'all still doing it. Yeah, I, I, I hate that I kind of... You know, we, right. we kind of went in different directions because, I mean, you know, and was, I ended up starting to do stuff with Dead Press a little while after that. Right. We planted a seed, man. And yeah. like Skinny said, we've been back every year But since. that's fantastic to know. Yeah, and it's still some of the same faces I've seen from, from that beginning. It's crazy. You've never seen Nappy Roots as mad as we were when YZ told us. <laughs> 
YZ said, no drinking on stage. <laughs> That lasts about half a show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I mean, I was said, just, you know. Y'all can drink as much as you want after, but y'all shouldn't drink on stage, which is true. And we I'm, still try to incorporate that. You no, shouldn't get don't. drunk no, on don't. stage. That's a lie. Not at all. That's a lie. They walk out with bottles. We don't have bottles no more on <laughs> That's stage. That's a lie. You, I don't, pour, you pour them in girls' mouths. Yeah, but I'm not drinking. It's, it's literally a, <laughs> a part of this show I, now. I think that that was probably a big part of my problem. Like, I think... Like, I think I overthink things sometimes. Like, and I, I just, I don't right. know, think about it. I, whether I was right or wrong, that's neither here nor there. I just think that uh, a big part of my issue with, with staying around is that I just think I'm a little weird. Like, I, you know, you know, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't get into any of those things. And so mm-hmm. I'm usually like the left thumb, like, you know, way out in the corner somewhere. And I knew you guys used to love to drink, love to <laughs> puff, love. And I was cool somebody. with that. I was actually cool with the idea. It's the complete opposite. Yeah, they no, need I, I actually but, And that's why there. I think I worked. Yes. I think that I that's why that I worked. Work, it wasn't but. awkward. Like, you didn't seem uncomfortable. We was, no, uncomfortable. I wasn't uncomfortable then. I just think that the thing about it, it lasted a very short while, and yeah. now this new. Folks. Well, you. What, what the problem was? How, it was more the money we made. Time. You oh, was like, yeah. huh? This is all I'm getting paid. I said, hey, you saw what we just did, and it was the numbers that came up. He's like, you know what? Uh, Actually, I, I'm. I'm but the funny thing is, I always a, find a, a way to make run. my own money, so I don't necessarily know if money was a complete issue for me, more so than. You know, I think it's almost like that. All right, I'm gonna tell you a story. Well, you ate a lot of the expenses because you said if you didn't come under this, you was gonna eat this yeah, shit. Yeah, and I would. So we offered to pay for the truck yeah. over the mileage, yeah. the van. Yeah. Let's not you, get into detail. I that's know, but that's definitely. why. Yeah. Sound but, like you yeah. him some yeah. money. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got it. I we got good. it. No, everything's good. It's always love. Yeah, but nah, yeah. Shout out to Sonny Bono. That tour, though. Yeah, That tour is how we met and learned a lot. Is the whole point I was going to say. Okay. Like, we learned a lot from you being out there. No, I appreciate that. And Thank and Because and I, I didn't know that. You was a legend. Oh, what? You was a hip-hop legend out here with us and teaching us the ropes of the road where I could learn something even at an independent age about how you was getting it. Like, yeah, I appreciate for that. that. At that point, you were still getting it and not, you know. Yeah. I'm point, still and I'm still getting it today. Yeah, that's, what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. that's why you're here. It's like, you're like this whole podcast is about how people still get it independently yeah, yeah. from the hip hop standpoint, and how yeah. we're able to survive and do what we love to do, and not work for the man. Right. We're yeah. living our version of the American dream. That's right. And it's always you know great to see people that are doing it and talk to them like yo, how? You're, yeah. You know? You're like a generation ahead of us, you know, and and that tells us a lot about us, you know, by listening to you. You know, and, and, and we can kind of see the path that will, you know, through you. And that helps a lot, man. That helped on the road. And and I look at you like a bro- big brother type. You know, we got to talk we are brothers. I, I, that's how I feel. Yeah. That's when I saw that text. I was like, oh, no, I got <laughs> yeah, to hit you up. Yeah, we got a link. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, the name of the first album, first song, the song that I love, is, is Master Plan. Thinking of a Master Plan Thinking is the first. But that that wasn't the first song I came out right, with. Right. But... That was the first record that that uh, actually that's not true. The first record that that took off for me was uh, in control of things, and the reason it did is Molly Jersey, Mar- right? Jersey and I. Molly. Oh, okay. Jersey you from Jersey? Jersey? Where? Jersey City. Oh, okay. I'm from Patterson. Oh, okay. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got Jersey friends from I got I, I, Chill Town, JC. I got folks from that town. That town is not to be messed with right there. Bro. You know what, Patterson ain't no homie. I went to William Patterson University for just a little bit. Oh, okay, bit, okay. So Patterson's one of those towns little... not to be fooled with either. At you all. know, not, not, you don't want to really go there acting up. Bro, for <laughs> real. Anyway, so uh, uh, in control of things. Mm. 
Molly Mall, which I'm sure you're familiar with, yeah. started playing this. This uh, he started opening up his show with this record, and somebody heard it and said, "Hey, you know they've been playing your your record on mm. Molly Mall's because he called the show the In Control Rap Show." But how did you record a song? It's not easy. Oh, it is okay. Today. No, no. I thought you were. How well, did no, it start? I, am, I'm in, I want to get. I don't want to go too far from the story, but okay. it's like, damn, you just had a record. No, no, it wasn't really Marla like Marla that. I, I was, I was, uh, how my, how I actually started in the game. Period. I, uh, I had a cat named G Rock that used to dance with me, and we was fooling around and stuff. And we love hip hop, mm -hmm. and I would write all of our stuff. So I said, G Rock, you know what? Let me write some music for you, man. And we just, we start being like Run DMC. We right. just, you know, we we go back and forth. We had a little DJ, and we did this little show and did a little demo. And this demo uh, kind of circulated around because I would go to this place called the Lawrence Center, and it was this cat named Tony D. I don't know if you're familiar with DJ Tony D. DJ Tony D is the guy who produced all my first album. He produced Poor Righteous Teacher's first album, Italian Cat. Well, Tony wasn't into business at all. And me, I only thought business. Mm. So when I got my permit, what I did was I took him to City Hall. We created... Uh, Two-Tone Productions, which was Tony DePula and Tony Hill. Two-Tone, if you look at all of those old records, it'll say Two-Tone Productions on it, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. anyway, Tony and I got together, we did a demo. That demo circulated around, and this dude named Jeff Mills from Philadelphia who used to uh, spin for Lady B in, okay. in Philadelphia came to me. It's like, yo, I'd love to get you in the studio. We went to the studio. He put out my first record. As soon as I put out that first record, I was like, yo, I got to do this by myself the next time because mm. it's too easy. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. too easy. All I got to do is go in the studio, make a record, and press it, and put it out. That's it. And so that I, I did so exactly what Soldier no. Boy did now, mm. then. I was just like, yo, this is the way. And so I went in studio with Tony D. We ended up recording In Control of Things, Thinking of a Master Plan, which is on the B side. And then by the time I put this record out on this small little independent label that this other guy and I pushed. Yeah. By that time, Texas was on us. Texas? And they started playing Thinking of a Master Plan in right. Texas mm. first. And I'm like thinking, I ain't never been out of Jersey. I ain't never been out of New York. And Texas, how did Texas get this record? That was so far, right? That's, so yeah. far. For me, for Texas Jersey. was a whole nother <laughs> world anything, back then. It was like, anything what? Under, Texas? Anything under like VA is like, well, yeah, you're going camp. real far. That's mad far. So. But we took our first trip to Texas. <laughs> and this dude I met said, look, if I could get you another show before you get on the plane, will you stay? Man, I ended up staying in Texas for about four months doing shows, touring all of Texas. Nacogdoches. I never, I, come on, I never heard of Houston. Nacogdoches, I, Killeen. Nacogdoches, where's that? I never heard of Nacogdoches. Bryan, Texas. Uh, all these places I had never heard, but they loved this record. Back then, did they have a, a, a like, was it a backpack crowd? And uh, man, we were the backpack. We created that. Like there was no backpack. But we so think it was about all that. There was no. Think about it. Before us, bro, there was Melly Mel and them wearing tight leather. You know, tight. Yeah, y'all were definitely the backpack. <laughs> yeah, era. we were, like, we created the backpack. Cold, sitting around the barrel. Yeah, like, come on. There, there was nobody with locks. There was nobody with colorful clothes. That, that was us. We didn't know what we was doing. We just put on what we liked, and, and it kind of caught on. But now you look at the kids now, and I see us. But they don't know where that came from. 
Yeah. They, they, like, they, they can't look at De La Soul and see themselves, but I do. What was it like, like, being on Tommy Boy Records, like, like at that time when you was coming Actually, out? Actually, so? when I, um, when like I how first... how was that back then? Yeah, I feel like I back know. then you had a tap dance to get into, the, like, from Kentucky. There's no way you could get to New York or up there to, to get on Tommy Boy and, and all these type of uh, record labels. But those, the, I think... How what, was that, like? Well... Tommy Boy was a, another, that was another situation for me. Okay. Because when I first started out, Tough City picked us up. And then, okay, Tough City. And then I went to I Lenny Fischelberg with Manny Morale, who became my partner, because I ended up having an office on Broadway and Housing. And what happened was when Lenny got there, they didn't want to put us on Cold Chillin', and they had just cut a deal with Tommy Boy, Warner Brothers, and Cold Chillin'. I remember they started, Cold Chillin'. Yeah, they created Living Large. Shout out to Roxanne Shantae, too. Roxanne they about to Shantae, do her, sh- yes, her story, her story and, uh, a few days on the 30th. Yeah. They premiered on Netflix, so That's if y'all listen and check that yeah. out, big yeah. shout out to Shantae, because I used to see all of them, Biz, Kane, uh, Coogee Rapping Polo, Master Ace, all of them. We were yeah, all in man. the same house. So anyway, <laughs> me, that's like, that's the goal. but it was interesting that they came to us because I, think about it. Not many people back then was actually starting their own label at 15, 16 years old. So they came to us. And I just think that they were just thinking like, hey, you know, we, we are, we're going to be the future. So of those labels, y'all were more like friends. And they, these friends were like no. starting labels. Or these were actual like labels. No, what happened was Manny, Manny Mirai, who owned a music factory, I walked into a store one day and he was just like, YG, can I talk to you in the back for a second? And this is an old Jewish dude, maybe a foot shorter than me, uh-huh. talked to me in an office about a, a, a six by five I could smell his breath, and he was just like, look, I need you to come and meet me at this office on Monday. Uh I got there, and think about it. Music Factory was the place where you bought all hip-hop, all music. He had connections. Through his connections, he set me up. As soon as I walked out with the deal and they wrote the check, he was like, look, what else do you want? I said, I want an office. He put me on Wall Street for about two weeks. <laughs> After two weeks, I was on Broadway and Houston. Now, think about that. Okay. I didn't know it at the time, but I was in the same building as the source. When we moved in, I was on the ninth floor. They were on the seventh floor. If you okay. look in the source, there's a story in there. All right. And so that's how it all happened, and that's how most staff in them all came, because they, they came through me. UTD was one of my groups. Adolf the Assassin, Terminator, Legion of Doom, all of those cats came through our house. Word. And so... I, I just knew I wanted to be in the, the business of music. I wasn't really in it for the artistry. I was really, really? in it for That's the business. Crazy. Think about it. At sixteen, I, my first deal was going to get Tony D to start when, when a label. How yeah. old you when, I, um, thinking of a master plan? How old were you? When I recorded thinking of a master plan, I was probably just turning seventeen. Okay. Damn, you were young. I want to hear that track right now. I need I need that in my life. Blake, pull that up. <laughs> when the last time you performed? I just performed not that long ago, and I'm gonna be performing at uh, Queen Shella coming up at uh, April 7th here in Atlanta. Mm, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, so that's coming up. It's I'll gonna be, be pretty big. I'm surprised y'all ain't on that, cause y'all really need to be on that too. Let's make it happen. That's uh, that's uh, Yanajdaha, uh, Lone Wolf. Yanajdaha. Y'all don't y'all ain't familiar with her? That's nah. Louis Farrakhan's granddaughter. Wow. Nah, interesting. I'm, I like the music. She should know y'all, for sure. I mean, and she's she's in and out from Arizona here. But we had in the shade a little bit. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we drank too much for, yeah, for most we, people. So like y'all are, y'all are definitely <laughs> one of the hardest working rap groups in America, for real. Y'all stay Thank real you, busy, man. man. I appreciate that, man. We scared of being called old school, man. Like, so we nah. work our ass off. I never looked at y'all as old school. Just like I don't see well, myself good. as old school. It's, it's working. How can you consider yeah. old school when Jay Z ain't old school? 
Nah. Jay Z, he older than y'all, ain't he? And, and, I've never thought about that. Jay Z ain't is old not school. Old Ludacris school. ain't old school. So what makes old school old school then? People. People, people saying it's old school, or youngsters saying, "Oh yeah, you." Well, maybe you don't. Maybe it's the style you don't. You don't um, adapt to the trends. That could be losing and your that hair. Make, don't help. Jay, but Jay you do that. Those folks do that to themselves, Kenny. For real, they 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 can they take what themselves think, out like, of the loop. What do you think makes somebody what, else? What makes? Old, I think is when old people hate on younger. <laughs> once you once you once you create that like once oh, the hate comes through. I'm old school. And then it's like, yeah, there's, a, there's like a line in the sand at that point. And between, between the younger artists and, and the older artists is... I'm going to put it out there. I think most of those folks that do that, they do it because they feel like they're not relevant anymore. Yeah. And the moment of that course. they feel it's they're not relevant... Insecure. is a threat. It's, it's a, a definitely insecure. Well, come on, YZ. You, yeah. mean, you got to make yourself old, relevant. Daddy old don't hate on the youngsters. Like, never, y'all don't sit never. around and be like, look at them. Hey, I love all y'all. To be honest with you, I've been saying it. Like, daddy old, he does that. And you know he and I are very good friends. Nah, man, he, man nah, we went on sway and tech. We went on sway. If it's stupid, it's stupid. I'm saying if it's stupid, it's I stupid. Mean, Picking boogers was stupid. Yeah, hip hop yeah. to the hippies to the hippies. It was dope though. Snap, a drop top that wasn't stupid. That was stupid. <laughs> what's that? kind of stupid now? That, but <laughs> that was a but stupid record. Then, you remember that record? That is what? the ultimate. I think stupid. that was rap. Rappers delight. Rappers delight was dumb. Okay. See, like, and I and I hope they can hear me. And no, God bless to the dead. I know Big Bang Hank is past. Yeah. It was dumb. But guess what? Rapper's Delight was the first record I ever knew in hip hop. Right. It was so, the first it, one that it, it, I knew. See, look, so what is what, what do you think about Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince though? <laughs> I loved it. All right, cool. I, I didn't love it. That shit it was, was clever. I, I liked it. I, I, the funny He's thing is, who uh, Fresh Prince? Yeah, that was like one of my first. I also like BDP. I like Big Daddy Kane. I like Coogee Rap. I like uh, um, even the most Beastie th- Boys. Thoughtful of I like Beastie like, Boys are stupid. I like Daz Effect. Beastie Boys would come out like and say the dumbest stuff. I ain't gonna curse. The dumbest stuff on records. The Beastie Boys would come out. They come on, bro. And I love the Beastie Boys. I mean, I got a Beastie Boys T-shirt right now. If anybody can describe what the fuck Uchi Wally is talking about, everybody makes dumb records. You trying to sell some records. Don't bring make dumb records. Yo, no, is it? It means absolutely and, and, nothing. And I'm sorry. I love Nas. I love Nas, but I wasn't feeling Uchi Wally. I'm sorry. I wasn't either. I wish you come on. I wouldn't. That's what he was like. Nas Escobar. Nas He can keep Nas Escobar. Niggas have made dumb records. Even the most thoughtful niggas have made dumb records. I love Nas. Nas' name should not come up in this conversation about stupid lyrics. We just say Uchi No, he didn't make stupid lyrics because his lyrics is always dope yeah. but Uchi Wally was, was kind of well, a dumb song Mark, that was a stupid song yeah. a dumb song yeah. Yeah. it was a made up word we're not taking dumb songs or dumb lyrics that's not yeah. Yeah. when that's you not... make up words that's when you begin uh, teeter on the level of dumb uh, <laughs> hey man well, this was, was a, a big era. big record that era though that that's era was hard people make up words all the time yeah, about, or they say them really weird so that they rhyme with other stuff right. that's, that's not losing that's the whole point of the artistry so that you can make up words presidents make up words and normalcy wasn't even a word before presidents put it inside I consider him the dumbest no, I just I said normalcy. Normalcy was okay. not a term before I the president put that in his speech. I appreciate the fact that rap music. What if you don't want to call it hip hop? Fine, but I appreciate the fact that rap music 
has transitioned. And I like where it's going. I, you know, whether the people can complain about it all they want, but these people, even though it's even, it does sound like it's, it's pre-manufactured a lot of times because they, a lot of people use the same producers, but I like where it's going. It's good feeling music. Even the, the, the gangster of gangster music, it still feels soulful. fun. Right, yeah. yeah. It feels fun. And it does feel very soulful. That's yeah. true. It's and so I don't, I don't knock those kids for what they're doing. I actually applaud them. Keep doing what you're doing. For real. Keep making dumb records. That's that's the key. I don't necessarily I listen. Can't. No, I like listen, I like dumb records. You know I what I you know what I what I don't appreciate? What? I don't appreciate the fact that that media has made that the music of choice. Right. That they decided that this is all we need. Right. And I don't like that. Yeah. And that's why the next person that comes up, they want to sound just like the other one. And that's why they all sound very similar. Right. right? Because very the, the media, because they feel like if they don't do, do this, they ain't going to be able to be well, heard. That's been happening. Gotta do to get on, but that's been happening throughout the time of music. I mean, when well, something becomes hot, I'm talking about from Motown. We had more artists. diversity in our hip hop. That's true. We had Ice Cube. We had NWA, right. Public Enemy, as well as. Um, and, uh, the song Ultra Magnetic MCs, yeah, the songs uh, that didn't mean Skinny Boys, Mantronics, yeah. Skinny yeah. Boys, Ghetto Boys. boys. We had That's people who was talking again. about conscious shit, then you had people who was giving you the party. Dead press. You're right now. Yeah, it's, real it's talk. More about I'm gonna tell you something drugs. now. You want to talk about stupid records? Unless you remember Cole, when Jay Ice Cole Cube left NWA? Yeah. Yeah. N.W.A. did an album called Niggas for Life, right? Yeah. And that's the most. I love that album. Love it, but it's the most trifling shit you ever heard <laughs> in your life. <laughs> I'm gonna put you in the mind. It was, it was there the was a skit. Yeah, yeah that know. they were in the car, the and there was a hoe outside the car, and they kidnapped her, yeah. shot her in the car, and yeah, kicked her right. out the car. Right. Well, if that ain't trifling, I don't know what is, bro. And we loved it. And we loved it. Eminem turned around and did the same thing. Yes, they have Eminem. Killed his baby moms, put her in the chunk of the car, no, drove that shit with, off the end of the And put it on the front of the album put cover. The, that was a skit. The skit where he was dragging the, the body was, through the grass. <laughs> like you could hear yeah. the body being drugged. We can all agree this is all entertainment. That's just called yeah. creativity. At the core of it, we I still are in the business of making entertainment. That is true. And if you ain't entertaining, I mean, even the most dopest lyricist. If you can't entertain me with your lyrics, right? At some way, if you can't convey right. it, or or even with your way you that's flow, that's it. That's me. Is and it. you lost me? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Are you entertaining? Can yeah. you entertain me for nine ninety nine? Yeah, streaming per or, month or for right. an hour long show? Can or you hour do that? or yeah. just for sixteen seconds? Because right. that's all I'm gonna give you. Really, yeah, is right. about sixteen seconds. That's right. Yeah. You lost me. Can that's you explain? Right. Like, like, speak on that. Like. I just think could, that because, like, again, like, I always, I always look at you like an old sage, like we, an old well, tree. I think, I, I think, I think, <laughs> I think, uh, Scales just put it, put it very plainly. It's very soulful, and there are people who fake soul, and then there are people who really live it, and you, you feel it. Like I, I could tell, Twenty One Savage is really the, the truth. Yeah. I hear it. <laughs> I've never met the guy, right? But through his voice, yeah. I can tell he's not lying. <laughs> and, and that's, that's what real. makes the difference. That's what you want. Yeah, exactly. It's okay, so easy I, to I'll, go, I'll go total opposite scale. Okay. Somebody like uh, Chuck D. When Chuck D first came out, the first time I heard Chuck D, I was, on, I was just a, a kid who just got my permit, and I was in a car on the turnpike, and the radio played uh, Public Enemy Number One, and I almost crashed because this dude, I had never heard a voice like his. 
and it was it was heavy, it, heavy. But I could tell he was telling the truth, and that's the thing that was the difference between people who make it. And people who don't, they probably say, oh, well, you know, a lot of that stuff. Future, when I listen to Future, Future ain't lying. Mm. Never met him, <laughs> but Future's not lying. And, I can, and, you know, once you've been in it, you know. Yeah. It's like being on the street and knowing, you know, a real gangster from somebody who playing. Or yeah. going to jail, and I've been there, too. You know who gave me that feeling on Prodigy from uh, Pro- but, early on? Come on, but Prodigy was Man. the truth. I felt that soul, like, you're not rapping fast. You're right. not doing crazy lyric like rhymes. Chilling, dog. It's just like, damn. Mob D. You just laying what you have on this mic. He's the truth. And, yeah. and, and that's what separates the, the men from the boys or the women from the girls. And, and for me, those are the people who last. That's why somebody like a Scarface can still make music. That's yeah. why Nappy Roots can still make music. That's why even YZ can make music. Because I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna not put me on, you know, to be somebody else. I'm gonna be me. And that's why Jay-Z's still around. Mm-hmm. Because Jay-Z is the truth. When, you, when you hear him, I, you, I, you hear it, you feel the truth. I wish we had the artist who was here earlier. Yeah. What's his name? Give him a shout out. Oh, Lando. 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 Yeah. He's a young artist, and I think that's one of the hardest things for an for an artist, especially a rapper, because we have the obligation to rap about who we really are. A singer can sing about shit they've never seen, but a rapper has to have that credibility. And I feel like that's one of the hardest things is to say, I won't compromise who I am for this record. I want, you want a feature from me? That's just not what I do. Can right. we shape it up? Can we change it and make it fit who I am? That's hard for artists to do, just like you said earlier. The media said this is how you got to sound, or we not covering. No, they ain't playing it, and that's sad. So, so many artists have to compromise who they are to fit in that lane. Yeah, but that, but you get further. In the long run, if you don't compromise, because yeah. sooner or later people say, "Damn, he been doing it like this for a minute," yeah. and he hasn't. Look, if Jay Z sounded like he did when he first came out, he wouldn't be able to sell records right now. Right. So you got to real gotta, talk, yeah. reinvent. I'm not saying you have to stop being yourself. Right. But reinvent. We, but reinvent. There it is. Reinvent. But as you we grow. We are reinventing ourselves every day if we're growing. Right. If we're growing. Before you had children, after you have children, you're a different person. Yeah. You're a different person. Before you got a job, after you got a job, Uh you're a different person. Before you went to jail, after you got out of jail, you're a different person. Yeah. And so experience, I think, will cause you to to elevate and and, and evolve. Right. And I think that's why I use Jay-Z as a perfect example because no matter when he comes out, they, we flock. He's the GOAT, though. Jay-Z is like, um, think about that. Nas, too. There's a lot of people from the golden era that didn't. We lost Biggie and Pac. Yeah. But imagine Biggie and Pac didn't die. They would. Cop, they could be possibly where Jay-Z is at now. Right now. Or ooh, ooh, ooh. or we could have seen them goes. long Here enough to Here not be dope at all. It wouldn't be no, hit away, but... You can see yourself hey, long enough. But, but, but we but never listen, had... Listen, this is what I'm saying. Like, Imagine if... Who we was looking at to lead us as a hip hop culture right. into the next generation. We lost two of our leaders. We kept one. Right. You know, and we got Jordan, but is who? he leading us? Who Jordan? Michael Jordan? Yeah, I'm. I'm saying these are things that we look up to. Let's not talk about Michael Jordan. I don't like him. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes. I, I, I'll I don't say wanna, that again. I don't I, like I him. Veer off. I don't want to veer off. I mean, time from a, from a culture. This, this whole conversation will be about culture. Right? Yes. And how we're pro- progressing the culture forward. Yes. And I will look at the people that progress the culture forward because he was we had MLK, we had Martin Luther, I mean Martin Luther King, we had uh, Malcolm X, we had Muhammad Ali. 
We had a couple people that did it for their culture of the civil rights in the Kareem 60s. Abdul-Jabbar. The 60s was a culture of the civil rights culture. Right. This is the hip-hop culture. Right. It's no longer the civil rights culture. Right. It's the hip-hop culture. But our culture, we had these leaders. And these two leaders died just like two yeah. of the leaders of that culture died. Yeah. And so we got to look at them like that. But look at the one that made it, which was Al Sharpton. <laughs> and Jesse Jackson. And Andy Young. Love Al Sharpton. John Lewis. There's a couple people that made it, and they made it through the culture, and they are leaders still, but from a Jay-Z hip-hop culture. And we don't... You got to look at Jay-Z and respect the game. Yeah, and I, got we, I was watching the MLK team. Look at Wu-Tang, though, too. We lost big ass. Yeah, yeah. Look at Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang would be like the Black Panthers of the culture. For sure. But, I mean, I always say this. Time... No matter who you are and how great you are, time will always show a slight weakness in you because it's time. And you can't, you can't beat up. You can't beat time sometimes. Or and gravity. so we don't know where. Truthfully, we don't know what a, what Biggie. Maybe we lost Biggie him. Biggie and Puff would have could have beefed in '99. We never know what would have happened. The truth, after that. The truth is, we, we probably lost them big. just for this very, very. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they, they were long them, enough man. to give us greatness, right. yeah. but we were never long enough to see them have a bad album. And that's very true. Jay made it. Jay bounced back from a couple bad albums. Kingdom Come. We didn't talk about Kingdom. Nobody ever talks about Kingdom Come. And that you was know, a, you I, know I, I, I or the first blueprint. I, this is how blueprint. It's funny, like it's funny, like, it's like that. I, I hear people one talk one about Jay all the time, and, and like no, Heart Knock Life, the first one. You didn't like that album? Like I do. I do. Right I love it. Make sure like you, you, you hear people talk about it. I hear Heart Knock Life Volume 2. I mean, you I don't like the Volume 2. That was the only one. You don't like Volume 2? Volume 2, hey, it's Heart Knock Life Volume 2. That one. I like I like Volume 2. Big Pimpin was hard. Which one had Big Pimpin? What I'm saying was you don't hear people talk about it. That's what I'm saying. Volume 2 had Big Pimpin. Okay, it only had one song. It had Heart Knock Life. It had the biggest song. I don't like Heart Knock Life, though. Really? That's what I'm saying. It's all debatable. I think when we talk about Tupac, where he will be now, I think a lot. DMX comes up to me like the troubles that DMX have right. had are similar to the troubles. I, I don't think know. I don't. I don't know if it would be that deep because DMX out. He in jail right now. They he got so issues. Man, they were passionate. Right now? They didn't care about money. They gave their whole life to this. I, I think DMX is a wonderful dogs. character, but. Too many oh, vices. Yeah. But vices. that happens, say, that like happens yeah, when you give your whole life to yeah. something. Kind of vices, no, yeah. no. When you give Pac would have learned life, from his mistakes like, where DMX is having a couple of issues with really, you can't really digesting those things. He's been shot several times. If that were the case, then oh, he wouldn't have been shot more than once. Yeah. yeah. Now, he didn't. I mean, he well, got a great charge. He got. He got see, shot but think about it. The first time Pac was shot, the first time Pac was shot, this is before he went to jail, right? And then when he went to jail, I think jail is what kind of. Changed Pac's whole mindset. But why, but why did he go to jail? For that uh, well, he went to jail. Well, he went to jail. Not but, but he didn't actually rape that girl, yeah, though. Was that, I mean, but he, he, had, he did Tyson, the time for it. They did the yeah. Mike Tyson to yeah. him. Yeah, man. Don't act like it don't happen. I mean, I'm it not does happen. It, not. it happens a lot. It happens a lot. But I don't. I don't think. I don't think that. Um, man, we got a president that touched bottoms. I know. <laughs> See, I don't want to go there. He did See, I do. And it's not, not and, bottoms. And, and time has shown oh, yeah, all yeah. of his weaknesses. He's still around. Oh, it well, I, say, be, I didn't want to say that word, but you know. I, it would be so much better if it was bottoms, but he it's took it. It's not bottoms at all. He can say pussies, then we can say I don't want to. He can say it. I don't want to say it. He touched peas. Yeah, he touched peas. He grabbed them. We don't condone that at all. No, we don't condone that at all. I played basketball seven years. And we never talked like that in the locker room. Never. Never. In fact, we would say, oh, whoa. And bro. you was in the locker room with R. Kelly. 
Oh, wait, wait, what? Wait. Whoa. I was Whoa. making a joke. No. It was just a joke. <laughs> no, no. about the bad. No, you're right. And he didn't talk like that. Right. R. Kelly didn't even talk like I that. I think when it's all said and done. <laughs> wait, what? I think when it's all said and done, Donald Trump is actually going to benefit us. And, and oh, the reason yeah, I say yeah, this is that I, I think he's going to be a huge, and I said this even before he won, he's going to be a huge, huge wake up call to America as a whole. And I think we see it. And whether he, you know, lives out this, this this term or whatever. I don't think it matters. We hope you do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know if I hope he does. I, want to choke on pizza. I, I don't know if I hope he He's does. I just want him to choke on a piece of ice. Right before he dies, it melts, and he sees a near-death experience, and he changes his ways, and he becomes a born-again, whatever. Man, he's, he's 74 years old. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't change. Problem. 74 is not when you start to change. You don't yeah. want death on someone if you want him to choke on a piece of ice. Yeah. I got By the two, time the prayer I got two old uncles in 74. They, they, they are, they are at this point. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't the see the devil repenting. I don't see that. Ice is the best best weapon to use. But you know, I don't want I don't wish death on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, actually, I wouldn't mind if uh, if you shot at uh, me or something. No. If the vice president died, yeah, he's a no, no one too. has to die, man. No one has to die. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't gonna lie, like dumb, I mean, I, you know, I, because Trump is not no, the we issue. Are. We just need like, to vote. Trump we just gotta vote. He's jello, right? We just gotta be he's active. Jello. Look, from from the PTA okay. all the way to the to the public elections and every election, you gotta vote. Show up to the state fair. You know, yeah. like you gotta pay your pay your taxes, pay the tolls, <laughs> give to the bombs. Yeah, it all trickles down yeah. to somebody that needs it. Like you know, pay attention to where you live and pay. You know, be well, a part of your society. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna add on to what Skinny's saying. Listen, at the end of the day, and I'm I'm, I'm speaking. I, I know you guys got a very broad audience, but right now I'm talking to what America considers minorities. Okay, in my opinion, if Minorities were to walk out of baseball, walk out of basketball, walk out of the NFL. Those corporations and organizations wouldn't exist anymore, right? right? But yet you got people like Oprah, you got people like this guy you just mentioned, Jordan, and a good friend of mine, Shaq. Uh, let's see, Puffy, Jay, Beyonce, two billionaires to, to boot, right? And, and, and uh, mention Oprah. So just think about that. If you take this small group of people, Tyler Perry, you might want to add him, maybe even Will Smith that we talked about, add these people. And right now, we can control our own economy without any help from anyone else. And I'm not saying that they want, but, but we won't do it. Or we don't do it. So we sit and say, hey, you know, it's on them. They play, you know, they... And well, I think, I think a lot of people disagree with the idea. They, I, they, they, they can like disagree, be, but the proof is in the pudding. I think, no, I think people disagree on being separate, having your separate economy. Oh, wait a minute. The Asians have their separate economy right true. here in this country. Well, Jews have a separate economy right here under the same roof. And we're the number one consumers. Right. We consume more right than... Right under the same I, roof. I agree with you. I think that's what... People want to be American and want to be... Hold up. Wait a minute. I don't look at Asians any different than any other American just because they got Chinatown or just because they got their own thing going. You could go up right here and you can go up Buford Highway right now right. and it's um, all yeah, Asian. It's crazy. And just two miles over, it's all Jewish. Or you go to the left, it's all Latino. Mm. Right? So what, what would you call... And I'm, be, I'm not being... I just think that we, we are economically challenged and oh, we yes. do it to ourselves. Because, right. like you just said, we spend more money than anybody else. Through other people. Through other people. Thank you. 
Thank you. To and other people, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's to, 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 That's what we do. We yeah. give Gucci way too much money. <laughs> I think we give everybody. Man, how do you fix that? Well, see, I would just. You know, the solution no is you. You have a like this. Like this is a small group meeting here. But can you imagine if this was Oprah? That was Puff. That was Jay. That was Shaq. I was Jay, by the way, in that situation. Thank you. <laughs> Hold on, I'm Shaq. I was Oprah. I got Shaq. Whoever you want to be. You can be Oprah. I was Jay. Don't hate this. Let me move it. Well, I don't think I don't think Whoopi would be in that. I don't think I wouldn't have Whoopi. I wouldn't have Whoopi to that circle because I don't think Johnson is from BET. But they would get together and literally they can create their own Black Wall Street by themselves. Well, you know they'll blow it up though. That's the problem. To the last Black Wall Street. Yeah, they blow the shit up and then you can't. They erased it from history in 50 years. Think about it, bro. You we got Bleed by Black yeah, right now. There's 10,000 black companies black out here selling products right now. You know, I, think, I think my solution is more to build the black economy. Um, build up our areas, in, not in so it. much as creating a separate. I'm not saying economy. separate because yeah. whites buy from us mm-hmm. and all they day will, long. And we need, and we, we want that. Most hip hop shows are white people, bro. Yeah, yeah you but go to selling hip hop. What other black product do we sell to white people? Shoes. No, well, we don't Jordan, make shoes. Yeah, Jordan well, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Well, no, it's not true. We make shoes. We make shoes. We make shoes. We make clothes. You haven't seen those Virgil? I don't know what he looks like. But what we don't really do is we don't really we don't distribute and we don't manufacture too much of anything. Okay. We might we might put our our name on something like Puffy Booth for putting the name over here. Yeah, but and that's what I love about y'all here. If you can if you can distribute. And, and, manufacture. and manufacture your own products, you win. We about to, and we don't do much of that. We about right. to fuck shit up. Cause I, I hadn't met a black person that sell gas yet. Like we have a lot of stores, but not any of the stores of my black friends sell gas. Yeah, and we, and that's bad, and, and we should. Yeah. And there's no reason why we can't. You know, so yeah, no, I agree, and that's why we call this an happy hour. Yeah, yeah. because we learn shit. <laughs> we talk about a bunch of shit. And we hope we get to all of those folks that we were just talking to. We One try time to get for the to Yeah, man. This is a great, great conversation. Yeah. Man. Thanks for coming through, man. Man, I appreciate it. How can they hand. find you online or social media wise? The Black Bank. Huh? The Black Bank. Just That's what you, they find. You, yeah. T-H-E. T-H-E, Black Bank. All one word? All like one word. Black superhero. No, it not is. superhero. The bank. <laughs> the bank. I'm not a superhero. The bank. Like, I mean, because at the end of the day, the banks control... Every black bank, and yeah. it's real. It's I'm not a you. man flying through the sky. You. It is so. At really the black the bank corner. is how they find you. That's it. All right. Jersey stand uh, up. Quick, real quick, a black bank in Atlanta that people could support. Um, Citizens Trust. Citizens yeah. Trust. Yeah. Right now, you can go to Citizens Trust and open up an account for little or less than nothing, fifty bucks. But I'm gonna tell you this: if you don't know this, the Federal Reserve, the government will back. Every dollar that you put into a bank by $9, did you know that? Mm-hmm. So for every dollar you put in, let's say you open up an account and you put $100 in it, the, the, the government and Federal Reserve backs that dollar by $9. So if it's 100 bucks, they give them an extra $900, mm-hmm. right, to boot. So they're making interest off of you, and they're getting a subsidy. So if we don't open up black bank accounts, how do you expect these banks to survive? Right. Mm. I get you. No. Real talk. How do you expect them to survive? But we'll go over to Bank of America, and we know what kind of troubles they had. And what they happened? literally got hacked, and st- people stole what? Damn near no, what? That makes sense. But we don't go to a black bank. You know what? Find I just it. saw it. It's like Wakanda. 
black banks are like Wakanda. They don't it's even know they exist, but you can get in there and ain't, ain't nobody fucking with them. You can make some money and can, flip can it. Can we talk about that do. movie for just a half Scales a second? I ain't seen it yet. No, we can't. Yes, we can. I ain't gonna, we I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna mention what happens yes, in the movie. Yeah. I ain't gonna talk. I ain't gonna ago. talk about what happened in the movie. Yes, they the movie. Two things happened when I and you, you might be able to relate with this. I heard something, Skinny. Somebody hear? said What'd that Marvel and Disney had decided that they were gonna do a Black Panther sequel part two because they had yeah. just earned a billion dollars. Why not? And I'm like thinking to myself, Duh! I knew you were gonna do that you didn't have to tell me that I didn't need you to tell me so but you had to publicize because they made a billion dollars that we're going to give them a sequel first off remember what I just said Disney and Marvel made all your money okay Disney and Marvel great deal that we made white folks more money because we good for that we good at putting money in in white folks here's what I saw here's what I saw I saw the power of the black dollar I saw yeah, the problem back down anywhere we want to spend it if it makes sense and Thank we can support you. our own. It wasn't Marvel That's that Disney point. made the money. Is that we showed that we can support our own if it looks good, right. if everybody puts the effort in, no. if it's supported Single by all black no. people shit. We can I, I do a lot of things. Saying, and, I and if we do that, anytime we want to do something, you got to bow down. That's real talk. We'll shut down H&M if we want to. Real talk. We'll not get you elected if we want to. That's real talk. You're going to understand how many black people have a power, and you understand we're educated, we're smart, we're buying black, we're doing shit black, we have our own culture that we can communicate right. through. Don't get it twisted. We'll right. shut the shit down. Not just black, but brown, brown. Latinas, black and brown, and go together. That's that, that's one and together. Fucking Asians. Yeah. We'll shut this shit down, man. We used to be the well, minority, but so, we all like a good story and a good come up game because we're Americans, though. Right. And not just black or white or any of that. It's just right. because we're Americans and we like a good fucking story. Right. That's why Black Panther succeeded. I love the movie. I saw it, was, it three times. However, I just don't like the idea that you know, you know, what's the girl's name? Viola Viola Davis put it best. Those are called semantics. Nah. Don't get caught up bro, in the little shit nah. of why you can't nah, enjoy the movie. This ain't about, I, enjoy, I just said I enjoyed it. He said but he when Viola Davis, when Viola Davis can go on and say, I make a tenth as such and such make, yeah. then that should say we to you get that, right. that Oprah should be doing something about that. We gotta get that right. That. You're right. Tyler Perry, too. Yeah. Start Tyler doing Perry shit. Be doing Oprah that. and Tyler Perry start doing Thank shit together. You. And Will Brian, Smith should be doing Will, something about yeah, exactly. that. Now we start pulling our money together. Fucking uh, 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 Jamie Foxx. Yes. Uh, Kevin Hart. There you like, go. Uh, the, the Rock. Like, we can go to Sydney Portier. Y'all hate Madea, though. I love that shit. The, well, the, the studio's right here. Then. Right here, exactly. Watch Acrimony with Taraji P. Yeah, Hansen's the, the studio's man. right here by the like brewery that. we uh, like, make like beer at. Like, like, it's not a problem. Like, I we should saying. we should <laughs> always do that if it's good. Right. You can get the gauge of our culture if we like it or not. But if it sucks, it sucks. We can't be afraid to say it sucks and get mad because they call it hating. Mm. No, if it sucks, it sucks. <laughs> I'm on that side of the temperature a lot, like... If it's cold, it's cold. Well, you're gonna hate on like if it's not a good. Oh, they tried. Okay, either we in a church play or we had a kid uh, talent show. Well, I'm not gonna talk about those. But if you're adult and you're trying, <laughs> if it sucks, it sucks. Real talk. But they but did a wonderful job, though. Let's be great yeah. and support the greatness of oh, what yeah, we sure. do because our culture that we do, we have a great gauge on what we support, and we should make. Everybody who does that make money and knows that are not good, get up to the par because it's America. Capitalism is still going to succeed. Can't get mad at you, your shit don't sell. Oh, I ain't mad get at better. all. I just think that we need to be very, very realistic about what, what's really happening. Yeah. Well, That's all. But I agree I with agree. you. I agree. It's all right. <laughs> you know. I agree with him. 
On that note, this is Nappy Hour. Thank y'all. <laughs> you know, Skinny and I used to do this on the road all the time, right? This is what we do. <laughs> this is what we do on the road. Like, did you know Skinny voted for Trump? That's uh, did you, you vote for Trump? That, yes, he did. You, oh, no, that, you watch Fox and believe everything they fucking say. <laughs> thank y'all. Check us out. Thank you, YZ. Yeah, thank you. For real, man. Thank you for coming through at the last minute. We out, man. Check us out on NappyRoots.com. Hit us up on Facebook and Instagram at NappyRoots. Yep. Nappy Hour.